Ready? Willing? Book it. Welcome to Book It, a wrestling podcast where we book and revisit your favorite wrestling storylines. I'm your commissioner, High Five Mike, and today I have your GM's Damone, D-Money Allen. Here to show the world, I'm here to show the world. Of course, when John's not here. Primetime, Travi T. I've had a rough day and I'm going to take it out on Mike and Damone's booking. Of course, always when I'm ready to book. Right? <laughs> right? It's going to be hates We did... Secretly hates great scores, right? That's exactly what it is. Danny, I had a good day, and I'm still going to take it out on Mike and Damone's book. You've been hanging out with Travis too much, (laughs) and the bad guy Kenny. I had a great day. I'm going to take it out on these wings, baby. Mm. I bet he's going to dip in fucking ranch. He's not. Those are those are uh, sugar. I'll be yep. all right. I'm all right with that. That's okay. Sweet it's it's a soy sauce and brown sugar wings, right? Yep. Yep. And I'm about to add some of this barbecue, baby. All right. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> welcome to Book It. And this week we are continuing on Book It Verse 2.0. Um, and this week it's going to be Demon and I's booking. Um, so. Give me something to write on. We're just going to go ahead and get so started. Awkward. Because he walked away. Oh, you're he's like, talking um, about his... So, his um, well, because he's talking about his fucking... I'm going to mute him. Uh, <laughs> <that'll> be, <laughs> he cares about his goddamn dinner. Um, so he's talking about... He said, I need something to write with. That's what he said. Score yeah, muted. He muted you. Okay, here I muted you. Said, all right, anyways. Uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to start my uh, our booking. My screen turned off. What the fuck? Um... And Damone, why don't you go ahead and get it started? Oh my god, I hate I, that. I, I hate go that. Um, Can we so, make you big? I like that. Can we make whoever's presenting big? Yeah, my my thing undead. So that's there you why go. I lost concentration. Okay, so the name of our company is New Standard Wrestling NS Dub. So NS Dub <laughs> NS Dub presents Bad Blood. So we're gonna get how many nice- D's are in Bad? Uh, two. Is Taylor Swift singing? Good enough. No, there's no, there's no concerts this time. Sorry, guys. Yeah, no you weren't allowed to use. One thing I brought really. him on for is for concerts. He can't even <laughs> fucking do that. <laughs> uh, no, Bad Bunny singing. Just kidding. Um, yeah. So, uh, if, if primetime Travi he doesn't hit a hit a primetime destroyer, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> You're not being booked. I didn't draft you. Uh, so we're gonna, the, we're gonna start the night off for the cruiserweight title. It's going to be Billy Kidman, who's the champion. Hey, Demone, versus, can you get yes. closer to your microphone? Can you hear me now? Yeah, better, better, better. Okay, so it's going to be Kidman, the champion, versus Juventud Guerrera versus Adam Cole for the cruiserweight championship. So we we'll start with the build. The build Kid, Kidman won the cruiserweight championship by defeating Juventud. Um, Adam Cole also won a number one contenders match in order to um, to face Kidman on an episode of Monday Night uh, Dynasty, which is our weekly show. Cole was setting up for a um, hold on Panama Sunrise, or yeah, for a Panama Sunrise when 
Uh, Hoovy was upset that he wasn't getting. This was during the match, so it was Cole versus uh, Kid, or yeah, Cole versus Kidman. Cole was um, getting ready to set up for the Panama Sunrise when Hoovy um, was upset that he wasn't getting his rematch. He interferes um, and he hits both Cole and Kidman with the Hoovy driver and holds the title over his head. The following, yes. Did you did you did you clarify that this is or is not ribs tape? Jean Shorts Kidman. It's always always Jean Save Jean Shorts Kidman. Yeah. All right. Well, time, unless you always. specifically say it every time, I'm gonna ask. Yes, every time. Um, <laughs> Rib Save Kidman. Always. Also, I couldn't find it when I was making the Instagram picture. I couldn't find a picture of him with the ribs tape. Yeah, that I would be able to use. <laughs> and I was pissed. <laughs> um. So the following week, Hoovy is getting out of his limo. Um. Adam Cole ambushes him in the two men brawl, and they have to eventually be separated by security. Um, later on, Kidman's asked what's going on, what he thinks about what's going on with Cole and Hoovitude, and he said he's going to be a fighting champion. He'll face either man and beat either man. Vince McMahon, who's one of the general managers, overhears this and says, "You're damn right. You're gonna, you're gonna, you want to be a fighting champion, so you're gonna face both of them at Bad Blood. So it's going to be Kidman versus Hoovy versus Cole in a triple threat match for the cruiserweight title." And on the go home show, we have a contract signing, which eventually leads to a brawl. Um, typical contract signing stuff. So the match itself. So the match starts with Hoovy and Cole actually starting the, working together to take out Kidman. They beat the hell out of him, hitting him, hitting move after move on him, ripping the pieces of the tape off around his ribs off, and they eventually power bomb him through the Spanish announce table. Um, Cole and Hoovy, they go back into the ring. Um, Hoovy reaches out his hand like he's going to shake Cole's hand, but then he slaps him cold in the face instead. Cole and uh, Hoovitude go back and forth. Um, at one point, Hoovy counters a super kick into the Hoovy driver, but at the very last millisecond, Kidman breaks up the pin. Um, Kidman eventually gains an advantage, and he hits a head scissors takedown on Hoovy into Cole. Uh, we also get a spot... Um, where Cole and Hoovy are brawling at ringside, um, and Kidman uh, runs and he hits a shooting star, or he goes up to the top rope and hits a shooting star press onto both of them as they're, they're standing there out of nowhere. Um, I'm going to go to the finish. So the finish comes when Hoovy um, hits a hits Cole with the Hoovy driver, but uh, Cole kicks out at 2.999. Um, Hoovy then drags him to the rope, uh, or to the um, like the corner to the setup for the 450. Um, he does hit the 450, but his momentum like he hits it and he like bounces off, so he doesn't like just land on him. Um, as he so he bounces off the of coal out of nowhere. Kidman hits a superstar or shooting star press on Hoovy and gets the pin <laughs> and the win and retains the title. I don't know if that spots. Realistic. Why isn't it? Yeah, because I feel like I feel like he wouldn't like. I don't know. It just feels. Explain it to me in a different way than you just did, so I can. So Hoovy hits the four fifty. Hits lands. His moment. He bounces off of him. Okay. So he's down on the ground, like next to him, and then Kidman comes up, gets up on the top rope. Hits. So okay. Shooting okay, star. so it's not instantaneous. As soon as he flips over, he's getting hit with the shooting star press. No, no, no. Oh, no. There's, okay. like a, there's like a that's what I wanted. Second, there's like a couple second like 
Paul. Enough time to get up on time for him to get turn for him to get up there. Okay. It's not like it's not like Hoovy's up there and then instantly Kidman's up there. Who is the who is the champ coming into this match? Kidman. Billy Kidman. And Kidman retained. And Kidman Correct. retains. Okay. I need a moment to to gather my thoughts on this. F- figure out the number. I'm gonna pull up John tonight. Usually, uh, usually Demone's the one to first. That goes first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, out of so. five, Danny. How about you? All right, out of five, I think that it is a strong opening match. Really, um, the finish. It is kind of. It, it's kind of hard to picture, but I um I'm, I don't hate it. So I'll give it a four. Four to five. All right. All right. Um. I'm gonna go with a 3.5 for that. Um, not really much criticism to it. It would have got a four, but you know he got his ribs taken off, so he technically isn't ribs taped anymore. It's, so it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's just parts. No, no, he, so, I get a 3.5 though. Um, I'm a little bit different. I'm gonna give you a three because I think that one you could have done a little bit more with the talent that you had. I think that you could have had a little bit, a few more spots in there. I don't think it was very spot heavy. And with these three, I expected more spots. And also, I really, really, really hated the taking the ribs, the tapes, the tape off the rib spot. I feel like that had been clunky and awkward to watch. So, yeah, you just I, I grab it. It's just tape. You yeah, just grab just, it. Just grab and you it. rip it. You rip right. it. Yeah, but but you're gonna have to do multiple rips. That's the problem. There, it, like, there's two people. <laughs> it's just a lot. It just looks goofy to me. I it might, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> It just sounds goofy, like, and I don't, I don't know. It, it froze for me. I don't know what you just. Said. Oh, I, I said it sounds goofy to me. Like I don't know what to tell you. Like that's outside of that. That's all I know. I'm giving you three. <laughs> okay. uh, Mike, you want to do the next one? All right. All right. So the Guerreros versus the Mysterios. The Mysterios lost to the Guerreros in the first round of the tag team tournament due to Eddie cheating and having his feet on the ropes uh, to pin Dominic. The Guerreros uh, would lose in the second round of the tournament when Chavo would let Dominic, uh, being on commentary, distract him and allow Sting to hit a Scorpion death drop, eliminating the Guerreros from the tournament. Um, After the match in the locker room, Chavo and Eddie... Corner Dom and tell them uh, tell him that Ray may have raised him, but Eddie is still his poppy, and he needs to show his real family some respect. <laughs> Eddie tells Dominic that if he <laughs> can't believe those are words that just came out of my mouth. <laughs> Eddie tells Dominic that if he wants, uh, he'll teach him how to be a real winner. Ray comes out and tells him uh, tells him to back off. And that Dominic will forever be a Mysterio. The Guerreros leave, but you can see the look of questioning on Dominic's eyes. Eddie, uh, the next week, brings back uh, story time with Eddie and says he's going to tell a story of how he wishes that he had a chance to raise Dominic to be a winner, because, but because Ray did, he grew up to be a loser. Dominic comes out alone and gets gets in Eddie's face. Eddie pokes Dom and says, what are you going to do? Punch me. Punch me? Question mark. Dominic does does punch Eddie. The Chavo and Eddie outnumber him and start to beat him down when Ray comes out to make the save. Ray challenges them to a rematch at Bad Blood and the Guerrero's uh, motion that they accept. So you guys have Eddie Guerrero and Chavo, just to be sure. 
Yeah, you're yeah. and Chavo. And they have Vicky, and they have Dom, Ray, and Dom, and they have uh, you have Edge. Do you have Edge? Edge. Edge. Yep, Edge. Uh, don't have Ball Ziggler though. And so for the match, Eddie, Eddie opens up the match with Dominic, who wants to show he can hang. Eddie convinces him to do a test of strength, which Dominic gets the upper hand for a second. Then Eddie kicks his knees out. Eddie and Chavo take turns beating uh, down Dominic and working his knee and cut off uh, the ring from Ray. Chavo goes for a suplex. Dominic is able to counter and crawl to the corner, and Ray comes out firing. Eddie and Chavo are outside the ring taking are talking and trying to recover when Dominic and Ray come flying in with stereo suicide dives. The heels do eventually regain control when Chavo manages to counter and chop block Dominic. The ref checks on Dom, who's holding uh, his ankle. Eddie moves the referee out of the way. When Dominic rolls up Eddie with a small package, then he uses a handful of tights to get the win to the shock to shock of Eddie. Chavo and Ray. Oh, to, to the shock of Eddie, Chavo, and Ray. The Mysterios leave the ring as Ray looks annoyed that they cheated to win, but Eddie smiles and realizes that he got got. That's it. Wait, so. So Mysterio's cheated to win? Yeah, can you say that? Finish again. Dominic rolls up Eddie with a small package, then he uses a handful of tights to get the win. Okay. Okay, so it's kind of like he he respected him for using his shit against him? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He cheated to win, and and Eddie respected. Like, he sees that Dominic is doing what, right, not... Not doing it the righteous way like Ray. He's cheating to win like Eddie. Hmm. 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 All right. I'm going to go. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going with a solid four. Okay. I think it's a good match. I do like the ending. Um. Yeah, I, I like the match. Yeah, so I'm going to give it a solid four. Okay. I'll give you a four as well. I think that the thing's holding you back from – being a five is it is a little um on the head putting putting the mysterios and the guerreros together right off out of the bat doing the the guerrero dominic mysterio guerrero whatever he is storyline i do however really like the foreshadowing that you guys have used with dominic starting to cheat so i'm gonna give you a four four point two five actually okay and I'll uh, I'll also give I'll give you a four and a half. Um, the the only thing that kept it from a five for me, I feel like honestly that could have been more of your opening match than your second match, yeah. just because um, you know you have more of a high with with all four of those guys they're mm-hmm. they're faster paced wrestlers or they can be anyway. Um, I'm not a like a, a huge fan of a roll up finish, but I see that it's leading into more stuff. So I do give it a four and a half because that that sold me right there. How much did you charge for this pay per view? What what? How much How did it? you charge for this pay per view? Oh, this is a thirty nine ninety nine special, man. This is this is not a <laughs> WrestleMania sixty dollar pay per view. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very random question. Well, it uh, been, that, that might have that might have changed my. If you guys were like, this is a seventy five dollar pay per view, and you're doing fucking roll ups, then I'm giving you a three. 
No. Well, this isn't a mania. This is like I don't know where we're at. I don't know what you guys are doing. We're, if you if you learned anything from me from last time, I'm I'm gonna do the big show last. Okay. Well, anything here's the what I've learned to the big show. Here's what I've learned about you and Demon as a team. Demon's the boss, so mm. it doesn't matter about what you want. That's not, <laughs> that's not we true. We work whatsoever. together. We well, work together. well, with that Guerrero versus um, not what Demon says. It's not really too many. Wow, Demon. <laughs> I didn't say I was the boss. <laughs> no, but like to 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 say something uh, for Mike and Damone, um, there's not really too many ways that can, that match can end. It's either going to end with a roll up or a six one nine. That's not really a match you really see ending with a frog splash mm-hmm. to win the match. So so it's understandable that it ended the way it did. Right. Yeah, honest, honestly, I would yeah, I would have been pissed honestly if any of them maybe except Dominic got pinned. So yeah, um, in in a regular. Finish so yeah yeah great I wouldn't have um, cared if Chapo got pinned yeah maybe <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that um I'm going next Mike yeah clearly you're in the you're in the driver's seat uh so we're gonna be doing Cody versus uh, Brian Pillman Jr. so uh, the build to this one is wow. Cody comes out to the ring on Monday Night Dynasty and says that his father was a great man. The son of a plumber. He watched his father struggle and scrape to prove he belonged. Cody says that it's his job to continue the legacy he has, he has that has been the Rhodes family name and that there is no other wrestling family as respected and as revered as the Rhodes. Not the McMahons, not the DiBiases, not the Ortons, and not even the Hennings or the Hearts. The buck stops with the Rhodes. As Cody goes to leave the ring... Music hits and it's Brian Pillman Jr. who walks out. Um, who walks out? Um, he calls Cody out for being a coward. Um, he claims to be the wrestling legacy, but he's never gone to the t- or to be the great be the greatest uh, re- wrestling legacy. But he's never gone toe to toe with uh, Brian Pillman Jr. Um, uh, and if he truly wants to prove that he can. Uh, prove that he's the greatest second or third generation wrestler. Uh, he'll face him at Bad Blood, which is ha- which is taking place in Pillman's hometown of Cincinnati. Brian um, Pillman Jr. is here to defend the Hart family, right? No. Okay. From the Pillman family. The Pillman it, cause, family. Okay, because well, I mean, him and his dad have always been Hart lackeys. So got it. But let us let's 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 continue. I'm no. joking. <laughs> Wait. Oh, there's a point. Um, Cody laughs and tells Pillman that he isn't worth his time and his old man had a heart attack just to get away from the talentless loser of a son he had. And that Brian Sr. is rolling in his grave thinking about how insignificant of a career his own son has. And that the only thing his dad only is ever really remembered for is carrying Bret Hart's bags and needing to pull a gun on Steve Austin. Uh, Pillman rushes the ring because obviously he's pissed now. But Cody slides out and escapes up the ramp. Um, the following week, Brian Pillman is having a backstage interview um, and says that Cody is a coward and he, sh- he should have kept his father's name out of his damn mouth. Um, Cody talks mm-hmm. a big game but won't back it up and that Brian is ready to prove the N- to NSW and the world that he and his father are both two of the greatest to ever lace up boots. Uh, Cody should put his money where his mouth is and accept the challenge. Later that night, Pillman is having a match, and as he goes for a pin, 
Um, Cody slides out of the or slides into the ring, slides him out of the ring, sorry, and uh, hits him in the head with a chair. He throws him back in the ring, and the bell rings, ending the current match. Uh, he then picks Pillman up, puts him in the corner, and says, "You want to fight? I'm going to embarrass you in front of your entire family." Um, and then he hits him in the head again with the chair. Um, and then he stands over Pillman for a second, picks him up, and then hits a crossroads and leaves the ring and fixes his suit. Um, it's then announced that at Bad Blood, there's going to be Pillman versus Cody. Um, so we're going to go to the match. So the match starts with Pillman Jr. coming right after Cody and cornering him and hitting him until the ref's count of four because he's he's just anger, angry. Um, the ref tells Pillman like the, to break when I tell you to. Uh, Pillman goes to grab Cody again, but Cody rakes um, Pillman's eyes, temporarily blinding him and gaining the advantage. Cody then begins to work on the head and neck of Pillman. Um, he's throughout all of this, he's taunting Pillman, taunting the cl- crowd, uh, playing up to the crowd. Because remember, they're in Pillman's backyard. Um, and every time it looks like Pillman's about to make a comeback, Cody uses a, a veteran trick to regain the advantage. Um, Cody looks like he's about to go for the disaster kick, but instead he decides he's going to go for the springboard clothesline, which was Brian Pillman Sr.'s finisher. Uh, but he, he ends up missing when he goes for it. Um, and G, um, Pillman Jr. counters with a kick to the gut and a DDT. So now both men are down. Uh, Pillman gets up first and he hits back to back clotheslines and then the thunderous pinning powerbomb. But Cody kicks out at two and a half. Uh, Pillman Jr. then sets up Cody for his own springboard clothesline and he hits it and goes for the pin. Um, but Cody's too close to the ropes and he gets his foot on the rope, breaking the count. Uh, Pillman then sets him up for the sleeping hero German suplex, which is a his um, one of his finishers, which is a bridging German. Uh, but Cody is, manages his elbow, elbow his way out, um, and then he hits the disaster kick. Um, Junior manages to kick out at the count of two and a half, uh, two and a half. Uh, but Cody immediately sets him up for the crossroads and he hits <laughs> it. So it's one, two, but Junior kicks out, and Cody's not only shocked but he's pissed. Um, Cody goes out to the ring to grab a chair, but the ref takes it from him. In the meantime, um, Pillman Jr. gets up. Um, Cody's at this time point arguing with the ref, turns around, gut kick. Um, Pillman pulls him in and hits the dying promise, which is his finisher, which is like a cross arm uh, swinging neck breaker. Um, hits it. One, two, three. Pillman wins the match. Okay. I'll start this time. Um, I'm gonna go with a five. I think that's hey. a. I think that's a great match. Um, I don't really know too much about. I don't. Really, I never really watched a Brian Pillman Jr. match, so I don't know how good he is. But with this build, I think that made me like invested in him. I'll say that the word I'm looking for. So yeah, I'll definitely. I definitely give it a five. I thought it was a good matchup. Good story. Yeah. Danny, I will give it a uh, four and a half. Um, I do. I, I think there may have been like one too many kickouts, but that's honestly be kind of nitpicking on that. Um, so yeah, it's four four point five for me. I'm also going to give you a four point five, but only because the this is the only criticism I have. Actually, I'll give you a four point seven five. The only criticism I have is I feel like there's been a lot of like outside the ring or like dirty tactic spots in a row. Like there's not been 
like the first match you had the the tape getting ripped off or whatever and then it's you had the really a dirty tactic. Uh, a dirty tactic. <laughs> Look, you think a babyface is going to come out and rip the tape off his <laughs> rib so he can hit him harder? That doesn't sound like a babyface thing to do. It's not a dirty tactic, though. If we're in a fight and your ribs are taped. I can take the tape off. No, there's no rule. Okay, so we're using wrestling off. logic. No, we're using wrestling logic. Either is a babyface going to go do that? Probably not. But that's not a not necessarily a heel thing or a. It's not against tactic. the rules. A heel, a heel tactic is anything that a babyface won't do. But it's not against the rule. But there's also things that babyfaces do. That the heels don't because that's a baby fast tactic. No, no, I'm saying sometimes there's things that babyfaces baby do use heel tactics sometimes. Yeah, so it doesn't make them not be heel tactics. Anyway. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I just like there's been a lot of that so far, so... Okay. A quick question. So, Danny, you gave okay, not this match, but the last match. You gave it a four point two five. Uh, four point five as well. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure. And then Travis, you gave it a four point two five. Yep. Okay. I just want to make sure. I was elbow deep in some wings when I. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, I memorized the rest of it. I just want to make sure I got that right. All right. So the next match is Chad Gable versus uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Okay. Um. Uh, Chad Gable is gone on a run of wins. Ciampa isn't happy with the attention Gable is getting. Ciampa cuts a promo saying that Gable is a flash in the pan, a fluke, a nobody, a wannabe Olympic hero. A wannabe mm. Olympic hero. Okay. He says that Gable is going to wish that he never came to NSW. From now on, Ciampa is going to make it his life goal to ruin Gable's life. Gable and Ciampa have a match that night. And Gable wins with a roll-up, even though uh, Ciampa was dominating. Ciampa is pissed. And the next day, Gable goes to Twitter. Gable tweets how he isn't afraid of anybody, including Ciampa, and he will take on any challenge that comes his way. He also said he says he's the best performer on the roster. And then Seth Rollins responds with the eyes emoji, you know, like the, you know, looking emoji. Uh... <laughs> Uh, the rematch is set for bad blood. The match starts and Gable tries to grab and lock up Ciampa, but Ciampa is able to escape Gable. Gable grabs Ciampa from behind and tries to lift up Ciampa. Ciampa escapes and gets behind Gable and is able to shoulder tackle Gable's knee from under him. Gable falls to the ground and Ciampa drop kicks. Or, or sorry, Ciampa drops a knee, drops to a knee, uh, drops a knee to the back of the leg. That he just tackled. Ciampa then grabs the same leg, uh, but Gable is able to flip around and kick Ciampa away. Ciampa falls into the corner, and Gable gets up and goes to the corner and chops, uh, gives Ciampa some chops uh, to the chest. Ciampa is able to get a hit on Gable and turn him and turn him into the corner. Uh, Gable takes Ciampa's arm and falls over the top rope and locks his arm in as Gable hangs off of it. Gable lets go as uh, as it leaves Ciampa, Ciampa stunned and holding his arm. Gable rolls back into the ring, and from there, the two continue the match by trading spots back and forth. Some spots include a moonsault by Gable, Gable putting Ciampa in an ankle lock, uh, but getting it reversed and countered into a half Boston Crab on the bad leg of Gable. Okay. They both trade locks uh, as Ciampa puts Gable into a headlock. Gable slips out and puts Ciampa in an arm hold, 
But Chapo escapes after a moment and gets out on top and puts Gable in the crossface. Um, Gable gets to the rope. Chapo is slow to let go, but does. But as he moves away, he puts Gable up, or he pulls Gable up by that leg that Chapo keeps working on and pulls him off the ropes and stomps the leg. Chapo gets pushed back by the ref and Gable gets gets up, but Chapa uppercuts Gable and goes for a pin, but Gable kicks out a two. Chapa knees Gable in the back. Chapa then goes to, to the apron and is able to pull Gable up by his hair, and Chapa grabs Gable to suplex him out onto the apron, but Gable is able to muster the strength to reverse it and suplex Chapa back into the ring. With a second wind, Gable runs at Chapa and knees Chapa in the head. He picks up Ciampa and German suplex, but doesn't let go. Then a second and a third, and then finally lets go. Gabe, uh, Gable goes for the pin, and on the second count, Gable gets a pull out of the gets pulled out of the ring. We see that Rollins is the one who pulls Gable out. Seth and Gable get into each other's face. Gable then lays out Seth with a punch, but as this is happening, happening, Ciampa gets back to his feet. Gable, distracted by Rollins, goes to get back in the ring, but Ciampa grabs him and hits his rope uh, hung DDT, and then the fairy tale ending for the victory. Ciampa is in the ring celebrating, and Rollins slides in. Uh, he holds up Ciampa's arms, and they both turn to Gable and beat on him, with the referee calling for the bell, trying to pull them apart. Eventually, security comes out and gets them apart. Right before they leave, as Gable struggles to try to get up, Seth hits a curb stomp, and Rollins and Ciampa go up the ramp while medical uh, checks on Gable. Mm. <clears throat> well, I, I can go first on this one. Um, I'm going to give it a four. Uh, my reasoning for that is um, because at first, when you when you first when it came to the build, and you mentioned Seth Rollins, and it like to me, it's like I hope this goes somewhere, like in this match, not just there and then he, then it did um i i did take uh you know point off because uh i feel like you, it was kind of two dirty finishes in a row in a on this and so i it just it, it's starting to i'm starting to see what travis is seeing where it's like everything is kind of there's some kind of shenanigan to it that is um fin- you know kind of messing up a, a normal finish to a match Okay, I'll take the four. What he said, I'll give you a four as well. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, I had you down for a four. Um, it wasn't for that. I think the only reason I gave you a four for a four was I was I was just waiting on Seth Rollins. So it's kind of not to say it's predictable, but I was I was waiting on it. I was waiting for him to come out. But at the same time, we couldn't if we wanted to put Seth in. We couldn't just have Seth. if if we would have just said Seth came out and didn't put Seth in the build at all. Guess yeah. really where the fuck did Seth come from? Yeah, so no, that's surprising. Us, that, but... So this is a vehicle for us to move forward with something else. Oh no, no, you no, you're good on that. It's not like it's a necessarily a bad thing. I was just kind of expecting that, and I think I feel like this match could have been good without him interfering too, if that makes sense. You're but, right. but that's the thing. It's one of those kind of things where it's like I wish they just kind of had their match just straight up, maybe whoop his ass after. But I just feel yeah. like it was. I feel like the match was put because I was really invested in the match too, and that's mm-hmm. I think that's what took it away from it too. So yeah. I think I think as an actual build and then the fight that would have been a fire to me. I think that's one thing to go away. And I, I get that. We're it's just it. This is the first pay per view. 
Oh no, I get it. This, no, I get this, this is that building pay per view, just like before. I, I using this as that building block. Yeah, it's just a little nitpick for me. That's the only thing. I'm not trying to nitpick too much, but that's probably my nitpick for today. No, it's fine. That's fine. Uh, so I'm gonna go to this next one. I'm gonna do this next one, and then Demone's gonna finish up the last two. Okay. All right. So this is Alistair Black and Brody Lee versus Cena and Surfer Sting. Uh, So the build at this point, uh, at this point, Cena and Sting have been able to get the get and keep the titles for the last six months, making their way through all the toughest teams in the company. When no formidable team can be found, Vince McMahon says that there will be a tag team tournament to determine the number one contenders. The winners will face Cena and Sting for the titles of Bad Blood. The tournament matches take place for weeks leading up to the pay-per-view. The winners of the tournament are representatives sent forth by the Dark Alliance, Elzer Black, and Brody Lee. Oh, I forgot you were doing the spooky shit on your when when you were drafting. Okay, continue. <laughs> yeah. continue. After, after I forgot the, he did too. After the finals match, uh, a backstage segment shows Brody Lee and Alistair Black in front of the leader of the of uh, the Dark Alliance, the Undertaker, and the rest of the members in the room wearing hooded cloaks. Undertaker tells the two that he is proud of them. Then he gets in Black's face and says, "Now that now that they must finish the job." He's in blackface? No. It's in Alistair Black's face. Okay. It's like the hooded cloaks and a blackface? It says, now they must finish the job and with the title and win the titles, or they will bring shame to the Dark Alliance and to Undertaker. And there's no room in this organization for failure. All right, so the match. Both teams come out, but before the first lockup, the lights dim, and the, and on the stage you see the Undertaker getting brought out on a throne by druids in cloaks. Mm. This distracts everyone in the ring, but as the lights go back to normal in the ring, Black attacks Sting, who is still paying attention to the Undertaker. Alistair elbows Sting in the head and then starts to beat on him. Sting gets up long enough to go for the quick tag. Cena comes in <laughs> and shoulder tackles Black. Black falls back onto the corner, t- uh, tagging in Brody. Brody comes in and taunts Cena. Cena goes for the to- uh, torso of Brody, but gets a boot to the face. Brody picks up Cena and throws him into the corner of um, into the corner of Black and Brody. Brody chokes Cena with his boot, and when he lets go, uh, lets go, and Cena goes to get back up. Brody does it again. Brody picks up Cena by his hair and throws him into the ropes. And goes for a clothesline, but Cena is able to use the ropes to stop himself from uh, going back. Cena gets to the corner and tags Sting. Revitalized Sting uh, runs and uppercuts Brody and is able to get an uh, arm tie up. Sting begins to kick Lee in the leg and gets him to the ground while twisting his arm. Kicking Brody in the ribs and then Sting puts his legs around Brody's arm and then goes to the ground and puts Brody in an arm bar. Black runs... In and breaks it up. The ref gets Black out of the ring, but it's enough for Brody to get up, to get up and slam Sting to the ground and tag uh, Alistair. Black comes in and picks Sting up and hits the jumping knee strike. Sting falls to the ground. Black goes for the pin, but Cena breaks up the pin at the last second. Black goes after Cena, but the ref gets between them. 
This gives Sting enough time to get up. From there, they uh, start to trade blows. Eventually, both are down, and Sting slinks the rope to get the tag. He tags Cena, but as Cena goes to get in, Brody pulls Cena off of the apron and beats on him. He ends up beating, uh, uh, beating with, uh, ends the beating with a big boot, and throws Cena back in the ring. Sting is alone for the moment, um, and Black and Brody beat him down. Sting is able to duck <laughs> under a Brody big boot and hit a Scorpion death drop, but he's too hurt to go for the pin. Cena makes his way out to the apron. Uh, Sting gets the hot tag. Cena is rolling and hits a couple shoulder blocks on Black and Lee. He goes for the AA, but Brody slides down his back and pushes Cena onto the ref. The ref is down. Black goes and grabs a chair and brings it to the ring. Cena takes it away and swings it to hit Black, but misses and hits Sting by accident. Cena starts apologizing to Sting but turns into Brody hitting a discus clothesline. Black drags the ref who makes three count. The Dark Alliance wins the match and the title. Sting, who fell outside the ring, uh, sits up against the barricade, visibly upset as Black and Lee walk up the ramp with the titles and presents them to the Undertaker. And they all hold up like their little like fist symbol that they the do. They do the they, fist? They, 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 do, they do a fist. <laughs> Not like this, more like this. <laughs> Like this, not, like, I don't they're know, holding, not, like they're holding the torch, like, not like, like this. I don't know, not quite. Don't, black no, not like so, <laughs> so, like so black power meets is, Nazis. Oh, oh, I, so. there's, a, there's a thing, just just they do a thing. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I want them to be like, I want them to be out there, like, no, nah, they sure, can't. Like, they're, they're, they're the spooky NWO, and they can't do that. They have to, they are the spooky NWO, like the Ministry of Darkness, but yeah, no, but um. Is that at the end of the segment? Yes, yeah. Okay, I I like it. I ain't gonna lie to you. I like it. I'm gonna go with um, a five. I I don't see any problems with this. I mess with it. I kind of want to see where it's going. I I have a feeling what I think is gonna happen. What What do you think's gonna happen? I think. No, don't say it. Don't say. It. Don't say. It. Don't. Say it. Don't you dare. <laughs> Let them book it. Let them book it. Fine. I mean, I just got I got a feeling of what's gonna happen, but, <laughs> but we're gonna see. We're gonna see. Yeah, I, uh, I yeah Danny, uh, you go for next. Um, I, I'm I'm gonna give it a, like a 4.75. I I what I like and just overall in y'all's show so far is everything is building to something, like it all like and, and I think I see what, what Kenny's seeing too. With the uh, with, yeah, I think I see it too, but uh, yeah, I'm not going to say it. But <laughs> I, I think I see what you're doing. I think there we too. All see it. <laughs> but yeah, I I love the yeah, I love the finish uh, and and the the whatever the the hand signal you they're doing. Yeah, I like it. They're doing this. <laughs> <I'm gonna> do. <laughs> <laughs> they have to do it to each other. They have to be like. like I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna give you a five. Um. I think that was that was perfect tag team wrestling. Uh, you know I'm a I'm a sucker for tag team wrestling. Um, also, I, I love how hard it is to get a five out of Danny. You can't right? do it. He's like four. You can't you can't get you can't get a five out of Danny. I want him to never give a five. To be honest, with you. he's he's giving y'all the the best scores he can give you without giving you. A five. <laughs> um, I, we also wanted to surprise you with not using just. Crow Sting, because that's the go-to. Right, that, that was yeah. the go-to. Everyone just thinks, oh, it's going to be Crow Sting. Right, so, that was originally, that, and then we were just like, nah. 
We would do surface thing Let's and John Cena. The so wait, two, wait, wait. like the two most pure baby faces. Like who's all in the Dark Alliance? One more time. So, uh, we didn't tell everybody's in Dark Alliance. I don't know if we're gonna reveal everybody at once or it's gonna be a slow reveal. Yeah, you gotta think. Who, 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 who do you reveal so far? Who, who uh, so Taker, Alistair Black, and Brody Lee. Okay, they're like the Death Eaters. They're, they're running around with masks and cloaks, and then like one by one getting getting outed. I I like it though. I I can, like I'm, I'm kind of here for it too. I'm not. I mess with it. You got are they, are they actively recruiting. Uh, <laughs> depends on what you okay. define active. Yeah. Eric Bischoff like, going to crunch like, code acting like, up too. Like, is is, 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 is Mongo McMichael going to be part of this? <laughs> no, no. Mongo McMichael Mon- 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 wasn't part of the NWO. You know that, right? He was part of Four <laughs> Horsemen. Uh, oh well. Who did, who did you say? Mongo McMichael. I thought you said Ronald McMichael. I was like, was that supposed to be Ronald McDonald with the, the darker version? They're not, they're not trying to get sued. <laughs> I'm surprised WCW didn't try Hey, Mike, is, is the Hamburglar in this? <laughs> Steve yeah, McMichael with Ronald McDonald. He's the secret leader. That uh, damn he's, it. He's the our truth, truth in this. We don't you have our truth. truth. Are you? No, we don't have our truth. Oh, I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, uh, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do the last two matches. Right, we're at the last. All two. right. So it's the final countdown. Oh uh, yeah. So, um, it's going to be John Moxley, who's the Intercontinental Champion, versus Shayna Baszler. <laughs> Ruggie, what? <laughs> okay. Uh, Moxley, he's defended the title multiple times, and he's um, he's Moxley. He's willing to face anybody, anytime, anywhere. Um, so Moxley he issues an open challenge for bad blood. He says, if you wanted the title, come take it from me. Um, out comes Jim Cornette, who oh, says he has the perfect person, Shayna Baszler. Um, Shayna Baszler comes out, they have a stare-off. Um, and then Moxley he kicks her in the stomach and he goes for the paradigm shift, mm-hmm. but Baszler is able to counter it and she puts him in a rear naked choke, causing him to pass out. Um, so the okay. um, Booker T and Vince McMahon make the match official for Bad Blood. Um, in the lead-up, Cornette, who's her manager, explains that Shayna Baszler, she's no ordinary woman. She's a fighter. And it doesn't matter if it's a man, woman, or child. If they got a neck, they can get choked out. <laughs> Moxley says he he's fought the best men in this industry, or this industry has to offer over the last 10 years, and Shayna will be just another body. Um, so we're going to go to the match. So the match, it starts out furiously uh, with Moxley coming right at, out the gates and cornering Shayna and just drop throwing bombs like haymakers. Um, so Shayna ends up falling in the corner and Moxley does that like flex thing he does like out of the corner, out, um, out from there, um, which pops the crowd. Um, as he goes to um, goes back to her, um, she kicks him in the gut, and she gets up and throws Moxley in the corner, and she throws haymakers at him, and he ends up dropping. Um, she brings him out of the corner, and then she slams him and hits him with a running leg drop, um, goes for the pin. Moxley kicks out. Um, Shayna then begins to work the uh, Moxley's neck with cranks um, and holds, like uh, chokes and stuff, uh, or not chokes, but different like uh neck holds um she goes for a rear naked choke at one point but moxie he's able to overpower um in in an exchange 
She hits him with a spinning back fist, back fist that sends uh, Moxley reeling into the ropes, but he bounces off the ropes and hits her with the Insano re- rebound clothesline. Um, so both are laid out. Um, they work their way. Um, they both start roll like roll over and work mm-hmm. their way up, and they do the like exchanging of elbows as they work their way up to the to their feet, and they're hitting each other hard. <laughs> um, Moxley gets the upper hand and he hits a body kick and then the paradigm shift. Um, but Shayna kicks out at two. Uh, Moxley then goes for the, a second one, but Shayna is able to counter it and she headbutts him. Um, Shayna then works her way back up to her feet and she locks in a rear naked choke. Moxley tries and tries to fight his way out, reaching for the ropes, but she eventually like gets the, the hooks in. Um, and so he can't he can't get away. And you can just see Shayna biting down hard on her mi- mouth guard. Um, eventually, the ref, he grabs, Moxley looks like he's out. The ref grabs his arm. One, two, three. And oh. Moxley is out. He's out cold. Uh, Shane, he, the referee rings the bell, um, but Shayna isn't letting go. So the referee counts That's one, chill. two, three, four. And she breaks the hold at four so that she doesn't dis- disqualify and then throws him off to the side. Um, Cornette grabs the, the belt and puts it around Shayna's waist as they stand over Moxley's um, unconscious body. Alright. I'll start this one off. There's a there's a few critiques I have on this. Um, for the ending, I'm going to say <clears throat> because she already won the match, I feel like she shouldn't be in fear of being disqualified. So after he choked, like after she choked him out, whatever, and he's got the three count, and then at that point, the referee should be like ding, ding, ding. At that he already point, said he that you said that he rang the bell too. He already, he already, yeah, he rang the bell because technically, if you you're supposed to be if you keep the hold on past a five count, they can disqualify you if you keep going. I didn't know that was a thing. Okay, I thought it was close match though. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I thought is, there, is there any is there any like precedent to that? Like, yeah, that happened get... with Ken Shamrock and The Rock. Okay, mm, I didn't know yeah, that. I Ken didn't Shamrock know that. won okay. the match, but he wouldn't let go of the ankle lock, so they disqualified him. So The Rock kept the title. Okay, um, so I take that out then. So then, my other critique is just I don't know, but the. It makes John Moxley look soft that he gets choked out every time they meet each other. <laughs> like he's getting choked out because he choked him out on the on the episode of what you call it. Uh, I forget your show's name, like the actual um, show show name. Dynasty. 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 Yeah. I don't know what. And then he's getting choked out here. I don't know. I just I personally feel like it makes him look weak. But I'm not. I'm gonna give it a four point five. I'm gonna give it a four point five. Wasn't and, a bad match. Like um, I said, just keep in mind that he's like he's defended the title a bunch, and he. Like Shane is kind of gonna be the way we're looking at it. She's like in that China role, where she can fight a woman, she can fight a man, anybody can get. Her. Well, hopefully, all your women are in the China role because you don't have enough women to have a women's yeah, division. Yeah. <laughs> I think that is the woman. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll go next. Um, I'm gonna be a hater because I didn't like this. I knew you wouldn't. I, that's the first thing I said to him. He did say I, you wouldn't win. Like I don't that. like the the matchup. I don't like. It's this like is an ugly match. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I don't like that it's a man and a woman. Um, I was just telling Kenny, I think today, about I don't want to see Charlotte Flair against men. 
So I do. I don't. Charlotte Go, Flair is amazing. She can go chip. anyone. Uh, I just I don't like it, and that is just is what it is. And I didn't like the the getting disqualified finish. I'm not going to count that against you because you did give me an example of it. I'm going to give you a three. Okay, I'll take it. And uh, it yeah. was going to be a two point five, but then you made him pass out, and I like that part, so I give you a three. So I I thought like the actual match part of it was great. Like I thought that that it was lined up good. The part that I I didn't like because I did like the match, but I didn't like honestly the idea of Jim Cornette kind of promoting an intergender match. I feel like that's something he's not really for. And so, because I me personally, I don't I don't care. But um, I do I think that that he would. So I don't know if that's something that he would be part of. But other than that, like the match to me was good. Um, it felt like like it felt clunky, but it felt clunky in a way that a you know an MMA fighter match would feel. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I'll give it a four for that. Okay. Okay, so we are. I think two- I just think Jim Cornette, their actual person, wouldn't. But Jim Cornette, the character, would. He's just doing whatever for his client. Yeah. Uh, Maybe. In I don't think so. I don't his, think so. His, his children. Hit the, um, hit the, hit the ad. There's about to be an intergender match at his house. Hit up your body. And the bodies you're loving deserve nothing but the best. Organic Lovin' is the only adult subscription box that includes eco-friendly body products from body-safe adult toys to sex-positive books and erotic seminars. Organic Lovin's online store has everything you and your partner or partners could ever need to heat things up. And right now, your friends at T13 want to take 10% off of your next order. Just go to OrganicLovin.com and use promo code T1THREE like the sound the bed makes when you check out. Organic Lovin'. Love organically. Purely, deeply, boldly. Uh, Mike okay, side like note. Malu. Side note: You can talk over yeah, ads we, now. We we know we've known that for months. No, not months. It's not been months. It has been months. You could not. You could not unmute that. Yes, so. We found that. Look, let me tell you how long ago we found out this. We were still doing teeing off at that point. Well, no, no way. Because <laughs> you couldn't un, you could not. Un- yeah, you anybody. could. Well, you could when I found out months ago. Well, that's that's a game changer. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I heard you guys on the background. <laughs> Go ahead, Devon. Okay, so sorry about that, guys. Uh, so we are to the main event. So the main event is going to be actually. I'm not going to tell you who's in the main event yet. So. Build that uh, up. Yeah, so Triple H has been the world champion for about a year now, uh, but he's become increasingly difficult to work with. Um, he's demanding more money and more priv- privileges. He's just being like a real asshole. And this is like evolution Triple H. So like wait, 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 quick question. Quick question. How long has yeah. this company been around? Uh years. Five years. Five, okay. Okay. Uh so He's he's been he's demanding more money and privileges, uh, just being a real a real dick. But Booker T, who's one of the general managers, he's he's not dealing with it. He's not putting up with it. Um, so at one point, Triple H he no shows an episode of uh, Dynasty because the um, company isn't meeting his demands. Um, so as a result, Trip, uh, Booker T's like, I'm sick of it. I'm not dealing with him anymore. Um, he's out. 
So he strips him of the title and he suspends him indefinitely. So it's it's announced that at Bad Blood, there's going to be a six man Hell in a Cell to determine the new world heavyweight, cha- the new world champion. Uh, so as I said, Vince and Booker T are the general managers. So they both get to pick three. So Vince picks um, Jeff Jarrett, Undertaker, and Roman Reigns. And Booker T, he chooses Bobby Lashley, Taz, and The Rock. Um, so on the go-home show, there's a three-on-three tag team title match, or t- not title match, a three-on-three tag match. Um, but it eventually devolves into an all-out brawl throughout the arena. Um, at the end of the, at the end though, uh, I, like when credits are about to roll, you see Undertaker standing tall with the title. Um, so, to the match itself. So the six men they make their way down to the ring. Um, so the Rock he comes out with Roman as part of the Bloodline. Um, you see the cell come down. Um, and the match begins. So everyone starts to brawl with each other, um, but th- you see the Rock and Romans actually start to work together, work together to gain control, and they lay out everybody. Um, Roman he hits a Superman punch on Jarrett and um, goes for the to the corner and does the hua like he's gonna um, hit a um, a spear. But while he's doing that, the Rock goes for a cover. So Ro- on Jarrett, so Roman goes over to him and pulls him off the cover at two. Um, and Roman's like, "What the hell are you doing?" Um, the Rock and Roman get into each other's face, and you you hear Roman say, "What the hell do you think you're doing?" Um, at that point, Taker and Lashley they get they get up and they take out Roman and Rock. Um, obviously, I'm not going to go through the entire match, but I'm going to go through the, the major spots. You, you didn't finish it either, did you? But, no, I finished you it. No, you did? Yeah. So yeah. I'm not going to go blow by blow for this. You should. Match. You should. It, it'd be a lot. So, um, going on, man. Yeah. So Jarrett hits a stroke on a chair on The Undertaker, like the chair's out, uh, like unfolded, not folded. Yeah, unfolded. And he hits uh, the stroke on there and it busts. Uh, take her open. Uh, Roman spears um, Taz at the same time that Lashley spears the rock. So like they do spears in the opposite direction at the same time. Um, Roman pulls Lashley off the rock to prevent the three and the two brawl. Um, at one point, Taz has a suplex party where he pretty much is just suplexing everybody. Every People, they come up, get suplex. Everybody's getting the, catches the suplex. Um, Roman Spears take her through the cell, causing an opening in the cell, a la Edge and Taker. Um, the Rock hits a people's elbow on Bobby Lashley. Uh, Roman then is the uh, ro- yeah he hits the people's elbow. Roman throws Rock to the side and goes for the pin himself, but the Rock pulls him off. The two then get into each other's face, and um, Roman's uh, Roman tells. Uh, the Rock, that title is mine, and he turns his back. Ro- Ro- the Rock grabs him by the shoulder, punches him in the two brawl, with The Rock getting the upper hand for the moment. Uh, he does hit a rock bottom at that point, too, but it gets broken up. Um, the Rock puts Taz through a table with a rock bottom after countering a suplex. So at one point, Jeff Jarrett, he climbs to the top of the cell to try and escape The Undertaker, who's who's coming after him. Um, he gains the upper hand momentarily, but eventually, on top of the cell, Taker does gain the advantage, and he hits a last ride off of the cell, sending Jeff Jarrett through the announce table below. 
Um, Lashley hits an avalanche dominator on Roman on top of a stack of chairs. Um, Taker makes the save at the last second. Uh, Roman at one point wedges a kendo stick into the cell and he pins the rocks like face it into it and he hits his drive by kick. Uh, at one point, you see Taker, he does a double choke slam on Lashley and Roman. Um, so to the finish, um, everyone's laid out, uh, bodies everywhere. Jeff has been taken to the hospital because he just got. Yeah. Power bombed off the cell. Uh, so he's out. Roman and Taker are out outside the cell after being speared but through the barricade by Lashley as all three men are laid out. Um, the Rock and Taz are in the ring and they make their way to their feet. The two men exchange blows with the Rock seeming to, get, to win the exchange. The Rock goes for the Rock bottom, but Taz manages to counter out of it into a Taz mission. Uh, we see the Rock trying desperately to escape, but he can't, and he's forced to tap to the Taz mission. So the winner of the match and the new NSW World Heavyweight Champion is the Human Suplex Machine Taz. Um, so medical personnel swarm the ring and they help everybody who's injured. Um, but Taz refuses the help and he makes his way up the ramp and holds the title high above his head as um, like confetti and everything come down. Okay, so just to be, so just to be sure, it was a four on four. Hell no, it, was a, it was a six man six hell in a cell. It's Armageddon oh, hell in a cell. Armageddon. Okay, okay. Hell. I just want to make sure because I thought it was a tag match, and then other people no. were hitting each other that were supposed to be on teams, and I was kind of confused. Roman and The Rock are both in the bloodline, which, but... is, a, which is a stable. Okay, right. so okay, right. so basically right. they. I, I they're to, they're to, they start to work together, but eventually, like they, they throughout the course of the match, they just they end up fighting each other too. Gotcha. Okay, so can you tell me one more time who won? Because after that, I'm confused. Taz won. Taz won with the Taz mission on the rock. Yeah, rock. He okay. went for the rock bottom. He, he countered, the Taz mission. countered rock bottom to a Taz mission. Okay. Okay. This was just. It was a lot to digest. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was pro- also. I imagine that's why I said I can't do with the whole match because that would be like, an hour long. Honestly, show I'm confused that Taz was in the match. <laughs> 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 I feel like I missed something here. So who were in the match? Okay, so you got right, Taz, so- Rock, Roman, Jeff Jarrett, Bobby Lashley, and then was it Undertaker or was it so what was Triple H? He got fired? Triple H was yeah. fired, yes. Yeah. Triple H suspended, fired, yeah. Triple H got suspended. Indefinitely, so fired. He got laid off uh, because he was too hard to work with. They got sick of his shit. Yeah, and stripped him of the title. Can someone else rate this? Because I'm I'm confused, and I need time to th- to think about this. What are you confused about? Just what the whole thing. I'm I'm confused because there was so much going on, I, and I the whole time I was thinking there was somebody else in the match, and then. That happens with a six, six. Yeah, I lost. Can I lost? I lost. Pack. Who was in the match? Because it's not visual. So like, okay, so the biggest spots I'll, I'll tell you are the Taz have just suplexing everybody. Um, okay. Roman spearing Taker through the cell. I have. Um the the Rock putting Taz through a table with the Rock bottom. And Jeff, and, Jeff, and Jeff Jarrett getting literally um hit with thrown through or. The last ride off the cell. Oh wow! Yeah, and onto the announcer's table. Through the announcer. And Taz won. 
and Taz, Taz won with the Taz okay. mission on the rock. All right. Danny, Kenny, who wants to go first? <laughs> I can do it. Um, I, I, I do. I li- like, I like the finish. I like that, that, that Taz won. I do feel like there was some things lacking, like, um, in terms of the undertaker, you know, he's part of a stable. He, we know who two of his stable mates are. I, you know, the, when the, when the cell came, you know, came open, there's no reason why they couldn't have come in and at least maybe not won the match for him, but at least interfered, come up with some distraction. I understand that like the, that six man matches are supposed to be a little chaotic. So the, the, all the, the clunkiness part isn't you know, really that big of a deal, but um, I'm going to give a, a 3.75 just because I feel like they're, you know, especially when you have stables, I feel like they should be part of it more. And the, I don't know, the Jeff Jarrett power last ride didn't feel very realistic off the, the top of the, of the cell, but that's just me. The amount of times that Shane McMahon has gone off a cell, I think it's very realistic. So we yeah. have a bag under there for him to fall on. We're good. Like, it, like if he got thrown off, I could see it, but like a whole power bomb, I feel like that's. I mean, murder. it's essentially or, being thrown it, off. Right. Uh, <laughs> but I feel, you also could brace yourself more. Because you know exactly where you're going. They're practicing that spot, man. They they knew what they were doing. Also, yeah. with the with the oh, faction yeah. thing, you also got to remember that Undertaker isn't the only one with the faction. Roman has a faction too. Yeah. So if I was gonna bring Taker's, that up, if Taker's faction comes out, the Roman yeah, like faction that could have been a cool spot. Yeah, that would I would have liked that spot. I love right. wars. Yeah, I was gonna say I I had the same exact score with three point seven five. Um, I feel like it was kind of I, I just feel like. Not to, I don't really, not really a nitpicky thing. It just was just going up and down. That's why the score was where it's at. Not really too many um, nitpicky things. It was just pretty much the fact that it was up and down. The story, just everything, just up and down. So yeah, that's where I would go with that. I feel like it can, it has like potential to be a five mm-hmm. um, throughout the throughout the whole thing. But yeah, right now I'm at a three point seven five with it. I was more invested in the Undertaker story, not Undertaker, but his group. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Just his group when they were doing it earlier, more than I am about this one. Even though this is the main event, I feel like if this was swapped, it would have been better for me. But that's just it. I'll give you a three point five for everything that they said, but plus also adding on to what Danny said with the Romans faction as well, Roman and Rock's faction, like. I just feel like with the, it wasn't quite as chaotic as it could have been, and I think that the, it hindered that a little bit. You you said it was too chaotic. You no, I didn't. No, I said, I said there's too many people. To it, yeah, if we would have added more people to it. <laughs> you you would have been confused. Even more, even more confused. confused. I'm telling you, I mean, I could give you, a, I could give you a one for not for me being confused, but I'm tr- I'm trying not to penalize you guys for having that. That's not what I'm. <laughs> I'm getting <laughs> here. Don't do matches with more than four people in them. Travis can't count past four. Hey, say what you want, motherfucker. You're going to talk me down. I'm about to start, start giving you bullshit fucking deductions. You're about, you're about to get a shit talking tax. We'll take it. We'll take what we got. But yeah, that's, the, that's bad blood. So it ends with Taz being your new world champion. And I'm not I'm mad at that. I'm not mad at it either. I, I'm just, I am worried about Triple H coming back and then you got Taz looking like a midget, but... <laughs> yeah. All right. 
Um, so that was the booking, and we're gonna do a we're gonna do a, a quick count. Who wants to do it? I, Danny's gonna gotta do it. He doesn't it's have a Travis. Travis. So, it was Travis. Travis, you're gonna do it. Where I'm his tag team partner. I'm I'm his manager in the quick counts. I can't I can't face him. You're not his manager you're in not. the quick counts. I am too. No, you're not. You're not. You, he didn't say that. <laughs> He, say right. it, Danny. Don't, don't, be, don't be crazy. Don't be, don't be scared. Don't be scared. All right, let's do this. All right, Mr. Champ Champ trying to fucking back out of this shit. I uh, mean, what do you mean? Like, uh, So, The Rock versus Shawn Michaels. Woo! <laughs> this is a good finally one. Gave, he finally gave right. you a good one, Travis. I know. Danny, you can go first. Champ. All right. <laughs> All right, yeah, I'll go first. Man was okay. not in this. Oh, I know. I know. Anybody, hold on, hold on. So for listeners, the way the quick count works is I give them a feud, which I did. They can add up to one person for the feud. Uh, they have to they do up to three matches and basically quick. So go ahead. Yeah. So since I can't use Slim Jims in this one, um, I want to have the uh, – so so uh, we'll say that this is Attitude Era. And we have The Rock. He's just became champ. Uh, Shawn Michaels. He he had the back injury, but he came back. And then the first opponent, the first thing he's going after is the world championship because that's where he left off at. And so he goes, he comes for the Rock. Uh, they they have a match on they have a match on Raw, one match on Raw, and the uh, <clears throat> there is interference by uh, Triple H since he have one. That's my plus one. And there's interference, and then this causes uh, Shawn Michaels to beat the rock and win the championship. But then we go to, uh, we'll go to WrestleMania where they face off and they, uh, and the <clears throat> Shawn Michaels gets him again, but with the sweet chin music, it's a clean finish. But then the pay-per-view <laughs> after that, then we have the rock, um, come back and he, they, they have an Ironman match and the rock wins two to one. <laughs> To, to become champion. It's not my best one. <laughs> okay. So this is going to be 2002. I'm sorry. No, I'm going to say this is 2004. 2004. The Rock returns. This is post uh, WrestleMania. And he just says like, look, I've done everything I needed to do in this ring. I've went, I've went, uh, face the very best. I've beat everyone there is to beat at this point, from Austin to Hogan. I've I've beat them all. Um, I've laid it all out in the ring for you guys, but I'm done. This this is it. And um, Shawn Michaels' music hits, and he comes out and he says, "Yeah, you've beaten everybody there is to beat except for one." He said he says you've never you've never been in the ring with me let alone beat me. And he said he says there's it's one thing to be the most electrifying man on in sports entertainment but I am the showstopper. I am Mr. WrestleMania. I am the heartbreak kid and I am the greatest professional wrestler to ever live. He says you guys one more time, one more match, the great one versus the showstopper. The Rock does his promo about. You know I mean, so what you you mean to tell me is you want you want to see the most electrifying man in all of sports entertainment versus the heartbreak kid. You want the like 
know what I mean? All these things. And he takes his glasses off and he's nose to nose with Shawn Michaels. And he says, no. And the crowd's kind of deflated. They're kind of like, what, what the fuck? And the rock says, you've, uh, you've never been anything but a spoiled little brat backstage. You're overrated in the ring. You're overrated in this industry. The way you've treated my family, I will never, ever give you the uh, the privilege of stepping in the ring with me. And he, he shoulder bumps uh, Shawn Michaels as he starts to get out of the ring, but Shawn grabs him by the shoulder, spins him around, and sweet chin music straight to the, the chin. And that concludes that Raw. They... Um, Go back, go fast forward, and Sean's cutting promos, trying to get The Rock to come back, trying to get The Rock to come back. It's not, nothing's working. Um, and this goes on for, for, for weeks. And then finally you get, uh, Shawn Michaels shows up at um, The Rock's parents' house and assaults his dad, beats his dad up in, in his, his house. And finally... The Rock, the Rock decides to make an appearance. He he does a satellite uh, appearance and he accepts the match against Shawn Michaels at SummerSlam. Uh, the two of them go back and forth throughout the match. It's a it's a athletic fight basically. It's not really not as much so much a wrestling match. They go back and forth, back and forth, and then as um, Shawn Michaels goes to hit the sweet chin music, he's tuning up the band. He goes for it. The Rock ducks underneath it, spins him around, rock bottom, followed by the people's elbow. One, two, three, the rock wins. That's it. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Travis. Mm-hmm. I like Travis's more. Damone didn't hear half of Travis's. so <laughs> Or any but, of Danny's. No, I heard Danny's. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Um... Basically, Shawn Michaels called out. The rock was going to retire and say he's done everything. Shawn Michaels came out. And said, like, you've done everything except beat me. I'm the best there's ever been. Uh, the Rocks does his little, like, hyping him up promo. And he gets in his face and says no. He shoulder bumps him. Shawn Michaels sweet chin musics him. Uh, Shawn Michaels continues for weeks to call him out and to no avail. So finally he invades uh, The Rocks' parents' home, beats up his dad. And yeah, yeah the I Rock- heard that. Okay. I heard up to that part. Um, I'm gonna go with Travis because that's good heel shit. Assaulting a family member is always, I always, that's always good heel shit. <laughs> Break it, breaking it, and entering. I want my heels, I want my heels to be committing felonies. <laughs> All right, Kenny, it's down to you. All right, I'm going Danny. Because you're a hater. That. Yep. <laughs> a long so, line of haters. Danny has lost his, his title. So now Travis, you, is, you, like, Travis is the new defending champion. So next week, uh, some you'll face Travis in the quick counts. Yeah, for I'll have to fate fucking book Cactus Jack versus. Oh, Kobe you're being Kalisto for sure. Kalisto yeah. versus Doink the Clown. Kalisto yeah. versus Macho Man. The fuck you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that the first one we ever? did? It was. And I hate it. Kalisto versus Macho Man. Yeah, I think so. Uh, no, Kalisto versus it wasn't one. It, I I know I tried to do Kalisto once because I was just pulling people and 
Travis had a bitch fit, and that was almost, I think that oh, started yeah, he, the he end re- of, that started the beginning of the end of the quick counts. Yeah, because he refused to do it. He refused to do it. <laughs> Sounds about right. Do you want your overall scores now? No. I mean, we don't have Johns, but no, I can no, give you guys still have Johns, so we're, I want to wait I would like John. their overall scores. I, yeah, I want to know. You can you can send it in the bucket chat, but right, let's do, do you want to do plugs now? Yeah. Speaking yeah, you of have plugs. To plug? uh, no, just uh, my redemption story back to being quick count champion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe you'll get your rematch next week. Travis. What's up? Your plugs. Make me big. Okay. Uh, follow me on all social media at I-A-M-T-R-A-V-V-Y-T. That's at I-A-M-T-R-A-V-V-Y-T. Um, that's TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. And uh, continue to be great. That was random. Right, guy. I'm about to see you trying to have a face turn on camera. Like, this ain't nobody. <laughs> All right. Uh, check me on the Bad Guy Spoken on every social media. And uh, check us out on Bad Guy Spoken Podcast on YouTube, where we do bad things. <laughs> I just like doing that. <laughs> and we have a, a new podcast coming out. My fault. Didn't mean to. You're good. New podcast coming soon. Um, unbiased. Just um, be on the lookout for that. Okay. Um, fo- you can follow me on Twitter because I'd be tweeting. Uh, the Money Colt, D A M O N E Y C O L T, like the team, go Colts. Gonna win the Super Bowl. Shut up, Mike. Um, I know football, wrestling, playoffs, politics, basketball, all in just randomness. Also, I bring it. I brought back uh, guest the wrestler on TikTok. Same handle, the Money Colt. Um, so follow me on there if you want to play guest the wrestler. You can find all the shows on the T13 Media Network on our website at t13media.com. You can find me on Twitter at hi-fi underscore Mike. You can find me on TikTok hi-fi Mike. There's no underscore in that. Go buy a shirt. T13media.com. I got a shirt. Where's shirt right now? Nice. Sir. Beautiful. Sexy ass logo. Um, you can get a Travi T shirt. You can get D Money shirt. You can get a Bad Guy shirt. You can get a Little Fudge shirt. You can get a uh, Late Night Keep a Keep shirt. You can get, get a, a Dan. Could not get a Danny shirt. There's no Danny shirts yet. <laughs> you can get you can get a uh, primetime Travi T eight bit superstar oh, shirt. Yeah. You can get a um, Bucket a Boy Bucket of the Year D Money shirt. But you can't get a two-time Book of the Boy of the Year Travi T-shirt because they're haters. <laughs> yes, we are. It's because you didn't run a third time, so didn't need to. <laughs> so therefore, you're no shirt. I'm I'm champ, champ. I don't want to be champ, champ, champ. I got I got to do some some charity work. I am a philanthropist, Mike. I gave okay. you guys a chance. All right, so that was Bucket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the fucking, I'm the fucking goat.